You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Podcast. I'm Jordan, your host. For anyone in the community, the freaky fam who's like, oh, you're here. Glad you're here because you're nowhere on Instagram. <laughs> if you know, you know, it happened to me again. So I'm just going to spare all the new people listening the details. Maybe, you know, let me get you hooked a hook, line, and sinker in for you first before I start ranting about my Instagram problems of getting deleted. I keep telling myself, this is a part of your story. <laughs> this is a part of your story. But I'm going to have to literally reassess how I am going to go about this and what I'm going to do for this community. So new people, just hold your horses because this shit's important. The Instagram space was like, I don't make any money of there. I'm going to just put all my cards out. Podcast, I sell ad space. I'll work with brands making TikTok videos, but Instagram was about the community. It was where we got to banter back and forth. I would make reels, get new eyes on me. People would find it. It was a great place where people sent listener questions and just, it, we got to chitty chatty and know each other and form the bond. So if anyone out there listening has a great idea of what we should do, whether it be a discord, I will for sure have an Instagram page and it can be a backup if I get the other one recovered, uh, made, I'm going to make it private. Okay. Because I've got clearly some haters that are reporting. So if you're a burner account, you're going to have to, you know, I don't know what to tell you for right now. If I get it recovered, then kumbaya and we'll figure some shit out. But either way, I need a place where I can talk the shit with you. I don't know what we're going to do. So for now, you're going to need to go to my website and submit on the forum there, confess and request any listener questions you have. You could even email me if you are not giving a fuck about being anonymous. It's the horny housewife pod at gmail.com. So stay tuned to see how Instagram plays out for me. Believe me, it hurts my heart. It feels like a setback. She's trudging forward and we move on. We, we keep going. Keep showing up. Now, before I forget, happy fucking Valentine's Day. 
It's fucking Valentine's Day. I almost forgot. Well, you're listening to this on Valentine's Day, which is why I almost forgot because I'm recording before then, obviously. So I hope that you at least acknowledged your spouse's existence. And for those of you who are like, you know, we've been married. We don't like, it's not a big deal. We've been, you know, we have date nights, blah, blah, blah. It won't kill you to get her some flowers. It won't kill you. I mean, and if you're a woman listening and you don't normally do anything, if you do something and you know he's got nothing for you, this is a great toxic way to be a little, you know, be like, you look like a dumbass. So just toxic advice for this Monday is use this against them and get show up with something. And for all the other couples who this is important to, and women who care very deeply, I hope you have a wonderful, romantic, sex-filled evening. If you have no plans at all, just fast forward, listen to the audio erotica together, and you'll either get like super wet and hard and turned on and fuck each other, or you might make fun of me. And that could be a bonding experience for you both, and then you end up fucking. So either way, it sounds like a win-win. Now let's go ahead and take a right turn and dive right in to listener questions, your favorite fucking part. We got some like decently interesting questions. One question I can't even fucking answer. So, you know, when you hear it, you'll fucking know immediately. Okay. Question number numero uno. Why do I always do that? Would my wife think less of me if I told her it would turn me on to watch her with another man sexually? Depends on who you're fucking asking. If my husband approached me with that topic, I would look up to the sky and say, I deserved this. I deserved this. And, you know, he's coming around. And just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, am I? But other women might be like, oh, I'm so offended. So I, you know, you know your wife best. And I think the best way to find this out, to gauge what we're working with here is to talk fantasies. And obviously, you know, we're human beings and people and we evolve, you know, as seasons pass us by. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. As time goes on, as we get older, okay, we evolve. Some people stay exactly the fucking same. What a shame. But fantasy talk, open communication, that's important. There's a statistic that people that talk about their sex lives statistically have better, hotter sex. So what do you fucking know? Maybe I am a fucking expert after all. I need to stop saying bad words so much so I can make clips to promote the podcast and it not be filthy. So I need to work on my language because that's the issue over on the IG, sexually explicit language. Anyways, so fantasy talk it is, see where, you know, it goes, ask her like, have you, do you know what cuckolding is? Like play dumb, okay? Just like see if she knows what that is and get her, what do you think about that? Is that dirty? Or like, if you were allowed to do whatever you want, would you be into that? Okay. Work the system, get some game, dude. Moving on. Question number two. Was that harsh? I came from a place of love. First of all, this is question number two. I will say that I'm not innocent, but I have a question. Okay. It's been three years or so since I've had sex. 
my deepest apologies. And it's been two years since I've had a kiss. My deepest apologies. Not even a peck on the cheek. I get absolutely no support in anything, but definitely get bitched at for almost everything. My deepest apologies. I guess I'm wondering if you think part of it is if she is she fucking another guy and how long do you think a marriage will last without any intimacy? Well, it's interesting how you end the question with that question specifically because the answer to that, and this may trigger some people, but it's definitely the truth, is you and her determine that fate. I mean, and sometimes it's just fucking one person that determines that fate because they just fucking stay. And the other person is too lazy to do anything about it or doesn't want to do anything about it for other reasons, motives, whatever, whether it be kids, the cost of a cost of a divorce, whatever. Okay. And stay and do their own thing. So really you play a major, major role in that decision and how that will pan out and what your fucking fate is. So you have some looking inward to do some conversations to have because whether you like leave or stay, don't you want some clarity? Don't you want some insight? I think when people don't want deeper understanding, then there's some like denial in there or something. They want to stay delusional. They don't want to take accountability, you know? And I think that sometimes you have to have those uncomfortable moments and see one another's perspectives and how, you know, it may differ, but relationships take effort and take work. So clearly this, there's no sex going on and there's no affection you're receiving. Sounds painful. It's definitely a symptom of the problem. So you need to find out what the root is. You need to go to the source. You need to go to her and say, hit me, hit me straight, real talk me and be like, you know, if she's resistant, be like, you know what? I think you're cheating on me. Put it all out there. What do you have to lose? Not fucking much because you're not even getting a little makeout session. Okay. What do you have to lose? And if you're like, what the way my life looks on paper. Okay. Is that saying much? You're playing house. You know what I mean? So you're going to have to have some conversations, get honest with one another. And if she is having an affair, that needs to come out and get on the up and up. And where are you going to go from there? It's the same thing as like people saying, how can we work it out after an affair? Is it possible? Only you know that answer because what's true for one person or one couple may not be true for another. So you know, look within, you know these answers. They're, they're inside of you. I promise. Dig, dig, dig. I have no idea why I'm treating these questions like they're rapid fire, but I need to slow the fuck down. She needs to like hit her weed pin something. I'm over here just like next, next question. So I know it's a segment, but I need to like take a breath. My Lord. Okay. Moving forward. Got two more. What's your perspective on women these days being size queens? As a guy, I feel a lot more women watch porn these days. True. I totally think so. Or at least more being honest about it. And expect all guys to be holding porn star size packages. Maybe it's where I live, the Woodlands, Texas. Hey, did you know that that's where I'm from and grew up? Did you know that? 
Is this why you're submitting anonymously? Because you're not. Okay. But I feel women have unrealistic expectations more so than men today. I'm 25. Okay. We probably don't know each other then. I'm 32. Great job. Keep myself physically fit, but feel like women here are too pretentious. Is this an age thing? And when I get to my 30s, women realize that all men aren't porn stars. Totally. I totally do think it is women being immature, especially if you're dating around that 21 uh, year. And okay, I can talk real talk with you. I'm from where you live. And when I live, like left the woodlands, it, no, it was years after, years after going to college, dropping out of college. Even when I went to Nashville, I didn't have a taste of reality. Maybe it like I didn't live in an apartment that looked like the one I did in the woodlands, but it was a couple years until I had to be like, holy shit, that really was a bubble, a bubble. And it is a very pretentious city with a different demographic And I think that you're dealing with a lot of Cinderella syndrome, a lot of women who are looking for a specific outcome, if you will, just saying it what it is. I did grow up there. I think I get an itty bitty more like uh, entitlement to this perspective than talking about somewhere where I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I grew up around these cougs. Okay. But I think that, yeah, I think maybe it's who you're fucking around with or the type of girl, because not all women are size queens. So especially 25 and up is when people should be realistic. And if a woman has any experience in dating, she will know that that is baloney. And maybe she's only been with one guy who was really big. And then she's watching porn and seeing one thing. So lack of experience is what it is. And so obviously the older or just more experienced a person is, the more they'll know. Now, maybe I don't want to hurt your feelings, but what is making you think this? Are people making comments to you? Are you around someone who's belittling you? You know, you don't want, you don't want that. It's all about how you work it. So know how to please your woman, learn her body Ask what she likes, be guided by the moans, okay? And women listening, don't just be moaning the whole fucking time. Give him like direct cues, like a praise, like an animal. <laughs> teach him, teach him. So especially in your 20s, that's the time you're learning. You're learning how to be a fucking rock star, literally, like a fucking rock star. So if one size queen is giving you a hard time, then on to the next. And if every single girl is making a comment about your dick, then I'm really sorry. And I have no idea how to give you any guidance from here on, from this point on, basically. (laughs) But I wish you all the best. Truly, truly I do. Moving on. Next question. From a woman, okay? My relationship with my husband is awesome in all ways except... He needs two to three business days after sex before he's ready to go again. This was totally fine when I was in my 20s, but now I'm in my 30s and I want it like a teenage boy. Is this recovery period normal? If not, is there something we can do to change the turnaround time so he wants it as often as I do? LOL. Thanks, Jordan. Love ya. Bitch. A moment of silence for you, me, 
any other woman that has the higher libido in the relationship. I just want to, you know, take, we should all go on a trip together. We'd be fucked. Uh, I just want to tell you that I see you and I know you see me and I love you and thank you for loving me and that I have no, absolutely no advice for you on how to get this issue truly resolved. I do not have the solution. And you're like, well, why are you even answering this? Because you're not answering it. And I'll tell you why, just because I wanted you to feel validated because I think that the stigma of it just being, it's not just fucking men that are feeling rejected or unwanted or not desired or their physical needs not met. And it doesn't, just like that doesn't mean that the wife is fucking another person, okay? And the same situation goes vice versa, and it can cause the same issues and problems and residual effects and resentment as if it was vice versa. It's the same fucking thing, and it hurts, and it doesn't feel good, and even if this is like you're not taking it personally, these are needs that you want met. And I, you don't want to be frustrated your whole 30s. So communicating about it, but also not talking it to death because you can get the reverse effect and be open and talking about it and it just adds more pressure to him so but I do think having the conversation maybe the pillow talk after some really hot sex you be like I need more of this daddy like I am hungry for this cock you don't want me to be walking around with my head in the gutter all day do you so are you is it just pretty ritualistic or are you willing to spice it up and maybe sex doesn't look like sex and it could be mutual masturbation? It could be him eating you out. You could be like, baby, I cannot go with this little. If you don't want it, like I need some some form of relief. And you know what? Worst case, girlfriend, if you are confident and secure in your relationship and everything is amazing except that you're getting it twice a week instead of five. Fuck yourself. That's just fuck yourself. There's a lot of sex toys. Get it. Learn, learn something new. Teach yourself how to squirt. Okay. Join Beducated. Use code Jordan. <laughs> Seriously. So if you really feel like you're having to beg for something, that no bueno. So it looks like I did have a solution. Oops. Sorry, guys. And I think, think about it vice versa. If there was a man complaining and saying like, my wife fucks me twice a week and you know, I just, I need more. I fucking am going to die without more. All the women would be like, Randy, go fuck yourself. Okay. Like be appreciative, chill the fuck out. So we'd be like you and Pamela Henderson can, can keep each other company the other, the other four days or five, six, five days if you need it every day to get off you insatiable fuck. So I think you're just probably like me and you're just maybe hypersexual. Maybe you need to do some digging and see where that's coming from. And maybe there's fucking, it's nothing negative in your life. And I'm projecting (laughs) and I'm projecting, but 
have fun. Learn some new self-pleasure techniques and show him what he's missing. Record it, send a video, say, I know you don't put out on Tuesdays. Here's what I do. Me and Shaniqua, your dildo, whatever. I like how this question was like, hey, I can't answer it. I got nothing for you, sister. And now the answers, they're just coming. They're, ju- they're just here. So something else, like if we're really actually talking about a solution and we, you like, you know what, I don't want to just accept this answer and get to going with the magic wand, talk to him. Have a conversation. Okay, here's the healthy advice. That was the toxic advice. Have a conversation with him. Get his testosterone levels checked. You know? Like, see where they're at. See if he's, you know, in the field he's supposed to be in. Is he is he where he is supposed to be? Because that may be a shocking revelation to you both and be just the answer you needed. And then if I'm really going to keep going and she's going to keep going, because, hey, I'm talking to a girl. I got to have your back. Got, got your back, girl. It could be a stress cycle, a stress pattern. Wow, this is going to be like the title of the episode now. Okay, a stress pattern. Is he stressed? And if, if you're like, no, bitch, he's not, then this doesn't apply, I guess. But there are some people who get on testosterone or their husband gets on testosterone, whatever, and then nothing gets better. And they're like... <laughs> Is he gay? Is he cheating on me? Am I just a piece of fucking shit? What is it? I'll tell you what it is. It's a loophole of performance anxiety, essentially. And the stress is killing. Like stress makes some people super fucking horny. I'm raising my hand right now. And then my husband, it does the exact opposite. Tragic. I know. But that's where it's like, okay, you can have the conversation with him, but you don't want to keep it on repeat. Like you're be on the up and up be in the know, know what the fuck's going on, okay? And then let it be known that you'd like more and, you know, I don't know. This is where I've run out. So please let me know how it pans out because I'm dying to know. I'm dying to know. And if you find a solution, sister, you better go right back where you submitted the question and fill us in. We can get a voice changer on here and you can come teach us. I don't fucking know. But, okay, that's enough listener questions. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, everyone listening, if you like what you're hearing and you're like vibing this and you're new or you're not new but you're not subscribed, what the fuck? then I'm just encourage you to subscribe. If you're on Spotify, you can now leave uh, stars, like a rating. So that helps so much. 
and hate to feel sorry for myself, but she kind of feels a little bit sorry for herself. Victims aren't cute, but the IG has it out for her and it affects the download numbers a wee bit. It, it, it does. And so it would be awesome if you could subscribe, rate, review, share with a friend, keep listening. It means so much. I go live every week on TikTok. So if you want to get a feel for the real deal, the real chitty chitty, come on over. My TikTok handles at the horny housewife. I'm going to like put all that shit in the episode notes. You can find it there. And I thought that I would do my thing. And instead of you know, going into audio erotica and then ending it with my outro that I would let you enjoy the audio erotica without any interruptions or really changing the vibe at the end where I tell this incredibly sexy, you know, squirmy story. It's swingers. This one is swingers. And then my voice pops back to like regular podcast mode and you're like, okay, I just went soft. So I just thought I would be selfless and, you know, make it ad free at the end and you can just enjoy your story. I'll say bye to you before then and we'll go to story time Jordy mode. Okay. For anyone that's new, I do audio erotica once a month. So if it ain't your thing, it ain't your thing. And keeping it at the very end allows for the people who it isn't their thing to not even have to fucking listen to it. So perfect. There was something that I wanted to discuss that I thought y'all needed to know. There, Someone asked me the question about myth or fact. Does a vibrator, I'm paraphrasing and just remembering what someone submitted and go, I need to share this shit. Does a vibrator ruin nerve endings like in the vagina? Does it make it where she can't come anymore or can it cause long-term damage? all that. Is it a myth or is it the real deal? And I will tell you that truly like from a motherfucking doctor, sex therapist, women who have experienced this and know they may not say, Oh no, it is. I'm broken. I don't work anymore. But they may start to notice slowly a progression of it being harder for them to get off. And then they might get to the point where they can only get off with a vibrator. So they can no longer get off from stimulating their clit and penetration at the same time. They can no longer get off with just stimulating the clit from his hand or however. They have to actually have the vibrator. And that's a great orgasm, whatever. But it is causing damage. You see what you see there, right? Like you're taking away from your experience with your partner. So obviously I'm sure there are people that could feel differently about this question and say they're not causing any harm. But I would say most women that have long-term use with vibrators would say it has negatively impact the sex they're having with their partner. And so that you're not worried or like, oh, fuck, I'm fucked. You can reverse the situation. You can literally lay off the vibrator, chica, and train the pussy backwards. Let's do reverse psychology. I don't fucking know. But stop using a vibrator. If you are on the pathway to becoming reliant, dependent on old vibe, slow your roll slow your roll. And if that's the only way you can masturbate, then maybe you should cut out masturbating for a while, try other ways and give 
declared an arrest from the vibe because a dick can't do that. A dick is never going to be able to, on its own, do what a vibrator does. So you're just like robbing your man or your future partner, whatever, from being able to satisfy you. So if you're a woman and you're like, I don't really fucking care, then whatever. But it might make him feel incompetent. So food for thought. Next week, I have an interview I'm going to be posting with Bijou Finney. She is the mushroom mamacita. I can't wait to share it with you. We're going to be talking about the use of psychedelics and psychedelics as couples and as it a way to bring you closer to deepen intimacy and all the things about it. It's super interesting, super fascinating from microdosing by yourself as a couple, as a therapeutic process, or taking a larger dose for a clarity treatment, whatever you want to call it. You'll get to hear Bijou and then my experiences as well with psychedelics. So stay tuned for that. That'll be next week. I feel like this episode went through so fast, but it's only because it's that episode for February that has the sexy story time so we don't get as long as a combo so i am ending this we're gonna do our swinger story a couple in vegas meets another couple seduced by another couple is what i should say you're gonna love it stay tuned for everyone else who is not going on to the second half of this episode i love you if you want to submit a question topic inspiration anything request you can go to my website www.thehornyhousewifepodcast.com click confess and request in the menu and submit you can also email me i know i'll give you an instagram soon guys bear with me email me at thehornyhousewifepod at gmail.com thanks for doing this whole fucking journey with me this truly is my passion and the instagram thing has felt like a setback but the podcast is thriving The downloads are doing good. They're increasing every month. We're getting more listeners, more engaged listeners, and the opportunities are flooding in. And it's all thanks to you. So I love you so, so dearly. Besides the mushrooms, you're going to hear some really embarrassing stories that you'll take a nice chuckle at next week. So stay tuned. A lot of good shit's coming. See you next week. Here's your audio erotica. I love you. Hey, Jordan, where do you get the audio erotica stories? Great question. I get them from Reddit and I credit the author. I will put the link, the name of the author in the episode notes. Today's story is written by Happiest Hubs. Oh, nice. Under the subreddit erotica. Husband and wife in Vegas seduced by a couple of swingers. There actually is a part two, so if y'all loved it a lot, I can do part two next month, or you can go read it yourself. You mean never? Jennifer asked Katie, and I, her eyes big with anticipation. Katie and I exchanged glances, both of our faces blushing a soft crimson. No, I say softly, we have never played with another couple, but I think I glance at my wife Katie and she gives me a sheepish nod we would be willing to try. Jennifer and her husband, Jake, exchanged a devilish glance. Katie and I took a sip of our cocktails and knew that this night was about to turn into something much more. I had met them earlier in the day at the blackjack table. Jake was in his mid-40s, just under six feet tall, and had short dark hair with a salt and pepper beard. 
He was in good shape and looked like he went to the gym often. We were playing blackjack for nearly two hours when his wife, Jennifer, came to join him. She had been enjoying time at the pool. Jennifer, this is Kenneth. He and his wife are having an impromptu getaway in Las Vegas. I shook Jennifer's hand and met her eyes. I watched as her big eyes shot up and down my body as if she was auditing me. Lovely to meet you, Kenneth. Can't wait to meet your even better half, she said with a sly smile. Jennifer was beautiful. She was a few years younger than her husband, Jake. She had long blonde hair, large green eyes, and was sporting bright red lipstick. Jennifer had an amazing body. She was curvy, and some might even describe her as thick. She had large breasts that were on display in her tight, low-cut shirt. She had wide hips and a full ass that was concealed in her tight jeans. We chatted at the blackjack table. I am a natural extrovert, and the conversation continued to flow. Jake and Jennifer kept asking questions about me and Katie. What started out as polite conversation turned quickly to flirtatious banter. Soon they were insisting that Katie and I meet them for drinks. I agreed on Katie's behalf, and we agreed on a time and place. After a very successful round of blackjack with Jake, I cashed out and went to find Katie in our hotel room. She was just returning from a massage at the spa. I quickly filled her in on the long interactions with Jennifer and Jake at the blackjack table and shared our plans for drinks that evening. Katie laughed and teased me. Sounds like they were really into you, she said with a smile and a wink as she changed in front of me. Even after more than 10 years of marriage, I would always stare at her naked body. Katie is 5'10", tall with medium-length brown hair. She has a very tight and slim body. Her breasts are very perky bee cups, and my eyes are often drawn to her small pink nipples. She is a round and full ass with perfect hourglass hips. Katie has been getting laser hair removal and had a completely bald pussy apart from the small patch of trimmed hair. She applied lotion to her freshly massaged body, and I thought to myself how out of my league she is. Ha, I laughed back at her. Trust me, when Jennifer asked to see a picture of you, I knew exactly who they both liked. Katie blushed a deep crimson and slapped me on the arm. I'm serious, I said, still giggling. She got very excited to see you. I shared a picture of us at the pool yesterday. This earned me another slap on the arm. Katie is very shy and modest, and I'm sure the idea of a stranger husband and wife couple looking at her near naked body made her feel unsure. Katie and I joked about getting drinks with them, and she said she might feel comfortable if they were flirting with us the whole time. I reached up and touched her body when she made this comment. I teased that, of course, they would flirt with her because of how stunning she is. Quickly, my hand found its way between her legs. I slowly ran the length of my finger up and down her leg. She was wet for me already. As I started to gently rub her clit, I whispered in her ear teasingly, I bet you love that another hot married couple is turned on by you. She moaned as I started massaging her clit with the pad of my index finger. She kissed my neck and wrapped her arms around me. They liked you first, she said coyly into my ear. I continued to rub her clit while images of Jennifer parting my wife's legs started to populate my mind. I imagined her reaching out and taking Jake's cock in her mouth while I slid mine into Jennifer's wet pussy. Oh, Katie whimpered as I applied more pressure massaging her clit. Maybe they will want to fuck us tonight, 
I whispered. It was at those words that she came. Her hips clamped around my hand and a hot gush splashed my hand in her thighs. We often teased and fantasized about playing with another couple. It always led to earth-shaking orgasms for both of us. My cock was throbbing in my pants and Katie reached for it. Uh-huh, I said softly. We need to get ready for drinks. We will be late. I didn't exchange numbers with Jake and Jennifer and felt like it would be rude to no-show or even be late. Katie and I kissed more and she returned to getting ready, her body seeming to glow from her orgasm. A short while later, we were at drinks with Jake and Jennifer. Jennifer was attracted to Katie like a magnet. Flirtatious touching, laughing, and suggestive comments. This was usually earned some deep blushing from Katie, but I could tell she enjoyed the attention. Jake joked a bit too, making remarks about how lucky I am to be married to Katie. I reciprocated and said the same about him and Jennifer. The night was fun, and soon we found ourselves a few cocktails in. This is when Jennifer pressed us on playing with another couple. It's a rite of passage in Vegas, she teased Katie while giving her a wink. Soon we found ourselves ordering a bottle of champagne and following Jake and Jennifer to their room. They invited us to join their hot tub and their suite. Little did Katie and I know that their suite had a hot tub next to windows that overlooked the strip. When we got to the room, I uncorked the champagne and Jake held out the flutes for me to pour. Jennifer wasted no time and turned the jets on in the tub. Without another word, she started to strip her clothes off. The Vegas lights danced across her naked body. Her large breasts swayed as she reached down and tested the water. It was also casual for her. I turned to look at Jake and he just smiled at me. I looked at Katie and could see her frozen in place. She was looking out the windows in the room anywhere but directly at Jennifer's naked body. It was like she was too nervous to look directly at her. Jennifer crossed the room and stood near Katie. Jennifer's hand slowly reached out and grabbed the bottom of her top, slowly lifting it over her head. She leaned in and whispered in her ear, It's okay. As she reached behind Katie and unhooked her bra, she whispered in Katie's ear as her bra fell to the floor. Katie blushed more, and I assumed it was a combination of her nudity and whatever Jennifer whispered to her. Moments later, Katie's pants and panties were off, and Jennifer led her by the hand to the hot tub. She looked back at me and I gave her a reassuring smile. I saw her eyes pass down to my hard cock still contained in my pants. Then I watched her eyes travel over and look at Jake's hard cock as well. She sat in the tub and Jennifer waved Jake and I over to join them. Without hesitation, Jake set the champagne glasses down on the edge of the tub and started to strip. He stripped off his shirt, jeans, and then his underwear. His cock was hard and seemed to be begging for attention. I assumed he was around seven inches. He sat next to his wife in the tub. I noticed that Katie watched him climb into the tub, her eyes glued on his cock, which was different and new for mine. I followed suit and quickly pulled my clothes off. I'm 6'2 and broadly built, somewhere between a dad bod and former All-American athlete. I slid my underwear off, exposing my six-inch hard cock. Mm, love it, Jennifer purred at me. Look how thick he is, she commented, turning to Jake and then Katie. I sat next to Katie in the tub and handed out glasses of champagne. So time for a game, truth or dare, Jennifer stated. I silently laughed to myself at how cliche of a game it was to be playing. Jennifer looked from me to Katie and back to me. You first, truth or dare, she asked me. Truth, 
I said, clearly playing it safe as I was selected first. Fine truth. She pondered for a moment, even though I'm sure she already had a question in mind. What did you think when you saw Katie eyeing Jake's cock? Honestly, I asked, starting to blush. It better be honest. That's the game, honey. Jennifer quickly said with a smile. I found it hot that she looked at it. I could see some desire there. I loved the idea of her being pleasured by myself or others. I always thought I would get jealous, but I didn't. I don't feel an ounce of jealousy. I confess to the tub of naked people. My turn. And I chose, I choose you. Truth or dare? I said back to Jennifer. I'm more of a dare girl, but I'll start off with the truth. She said with a big grin. My eyes dropped from hers and I admired her large breast just under the surface of the water. Tell me what you think of Katie's body. What would you do to her? I blurted out. It was like the words didn't even have a minute to form in my mind. They just fell out of my mouth. Katie took a sip of her champagne as she blushed, once again the center of attention. Well, that's an easy one, Jennifer began with a chuckle. She's so sexy. She's got a stunning body. I watched one of Jennifer's hands slide under the water and rest on her thigh. I saw Katie's body jolt with the new contact. She had never been touched by a woman before. I rested my own hand on her other thigh to reassure her as Jennifer kept speaking. What would I want to do to her? She feigned to ponder. Well... I'd love to play with her, maybe spread her legs on the bed, maybe show her how good my tongue is. It would be even better if this happened as she sucked on a cock. I felt Katie's thighs slightly part at this comment. I reached over and found Jennifer's hand on her thigh before guiding it between Katie's legs. She let out a soft gasp but didn't push either of us away. Jennifer started to gently rub Katie's clit. I watched as Katie's eyes closed and her mouth opened. Katie, it's your turn, honey. As Jennifer said this, she slid one finger in Katie's pussy while I left my hand to massage her clit. Katie let out a sharp gasp of air as her pleasure started to grow. Dare, she blurted out. Perfect, Jennifer said in a sultry voice. I dare you to reach over to these two gentlemen and stroke their cocks. Jennifer repositioned herself in front of Katie and Jake slid over on Katie's right side. Katie looked at me for reassurance and I gave her a smile and a nod. She reached for me first with confidence and familiarity. She wrapped her hand around my cock and gently started to stroke me up and down under the water. I watched as she reached over to Jake and gingerly wrapped her hand around his long cock. She started to slowly stroke both of us in unison. Fuck, that's so hot, I said to Katie, my cock throbbing under her touch. Jennifer cooed at her. She leaned in and started to kiss Katie's breast, licking one of her hard pink nipples before sucking on it. Your turn, Katie. Pick someone and ask them. Katie bit her lip, closed her eyes, and tilted her head back. In the hot tub, I massaged her clit with more pressure, moving my finger in a circular motion exactly how I know she likes it. Meanwhile, Jennifer started to lick and suck her nipples and she slid a second finger in Katie's eager pussy. Each of Katie's hands were occupied by a hard cock, me in the left hand and Jake in the right. She was almost overwhelmed with pleasure. Her mind raced and she could hardly think. She looked down at Jennifer, who was worshipping her breast, swirling her tongue around her erect pink nipples. Katie was so flustered she 
hardly could think how to play the game truth or dare. Jennifer, I dare you to suck Kenneth's cock with me. She blurted out, not even bothering to ask if Jennifer wanted a dare. With one of Katie's nipples in her mouth, Jennifer grinned and lifted her mouth up to meet Katie's. She kissed her long and deep as she fingered her and I rubbed her clit. As they kissed, I felt Katie's orgasm build. Her thighs gently trembled and she moaned deeply into Jennifer's mouth. When she came, she tilted her head back away from Jennifer and let out a wall of pleasure. Mm, fuck. To be continued. Part two is in the episode notes. I hope everyone has a great week. I will see you Monday. I love you. I love you. I love you. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.